0: Uh, yeah, I'm recording on my end. So this is the uh, the, the App guy podcast uh, mastermind group. So uh, <laughs> Heath, uh, I think we've got you. Heath, uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can now. You cut out there for a second. Oh, great. Okay. Uh, well, welcome to all of our listeners as well. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm really on? excited today. I'm totally have- I'm totally geeked out. I'm so excited. You wouldn't believe it. It's uh, I, I said to the guy, it's almost like a wet dream for me. What is it your birthday or something, Paul? no, I, I managed to I've got some new broadband just installed. Uh, we've got some new broadband providers uh, offering some competition to the big boys. And they've <laughs> just come in. it's a guy on his own, and he's setting up uh, these little boxes that communicate with other Wi-Fi's, and uh, I've currently got 30 megabyte down and 30 megabyte up, and I'm I'm over the moon, and he said that they're moving towards trying to aim for the gigabit, and uh, this is just phenomenal that you know, one guy and in a small business can offer this service, and yet the, the big providers like BT and Virgin they can't spend any money to get to get broadband to us you know and i've been living on this really slow broadband so that's what's got me pumped today send them my way <laughs> yeah well if you want to make a lot of money I, I well i don't know what the competitive environment is in the u.s but there's these little boxes they're using so they take um fiber bring it into a location and then they redistribute that fiber through these uh, boxes these um signals these distributors and it's amazing it's amazingly fast and it's working like incredibly well
1: i i need to do some updating at some point because recently i've been having a lot of connectivity problems we've we've been having storms every day that keep knocking the power out and it's it's been kind of a you know not
0: like a wet dream for us out here recently (laughs) (laughs) how's your week been heath How's your fortnight, in fact, been?
1: Pretty good. I had a long weekend, back, got back up. But as you leave on a weekend, obviously, there can be some catching up to do when you get back. So go time again.
0: Yep. Are you still fired up about uh, you know being a full-time entrepreneur?
1: <laughs> Once I get to being a full-time entrepreneur, it would be amazing. But yeah, I probably do put in enough hours to be a full-time entrepreneur and just have this fancy stuff on the side as yeah, well.
0: Yeah, it's called a job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, I, I sent you a link to a, a guy that I listened to on the podcast. Uh, he, he's on the Tim Ferriss show. And uh, I, I was just, it's so inspired by that guy. Uh, um, I'd love to chat to him. He, he's the co-founder of Wired. And he was talking about, I mean, he's obviously rich now, but he was talking about a time in his life where he worked out the minimum, the the most minimum level he can live to survive on. And he got, you know, as long as he was happy and comfortable, you know, he worked out this this kind of this limit. And then he knew that in his life that whatever happened, if he came back down to this like the lowest of the low limit that would mean he could feed himself and, you know, he'd be able to get water and electricity and that broadband then then he'd be happy and he just said it changed his life because um, it took the risk out of almost everything he was doing
1: yeah that's amazing you know i i'll i'll listen to it i listen to everything on the tim ferris show he's always got amazing guests on there but i i recently saw a different article about a, a doctor i think he was out in california making like you know a bunch of money and his wife, and they were literally, their baby wasn't wearing the same clothes twice. They were rolling in and in, and uh, she had like a breakdown, and, and they ended up selling everything they had, and they moved down to North Carolina and started living in this tiny little shack and washing their clothes in the sink and everything, and they were, the whole article was about how much happier they were since they started simplifying everything and not worrying about money and, and things like that. So it's always a... A very amazing story to hear or something like
0: that yeah yeah because he was talking about money almost as a byproduct to the things that we do and uh, i know it's it's obviously easy to to talk about that i mean my situation is i have my wife that earns a regular income so it puts less pressure on me but i, I do i do buy into this whole thing this whole minimal i mean thinking of joining a an association that's uh, around minimalist living so Uh, taking all the junk out of our lives and and living as, you know, a minimalist lifestyle.
1: Yeah, we've been trying to do it here. We actually got rid of cable a couple months ago, Uh, started giving away most of all the clothes that I wear once a year, you know, jackets, clothes. Uh, We've gone through all the closets and done that. Uh, Microwave, lots of things that you think that you need that you really don't. Once you get rid of them, you realize that it kind of just eliminates distractions and you can focus on things that actually do matter. So I'm very interested in it also, man, but I don't I don't want to get on a webinar with you here in a couple of weeks and you'll be sitting there naked in a cult somewhere outside, <laughs> uh, you know.
0: <laughs> well, we know my priorities in life. You know, I'll pay whatever it takes to get good broadband, but I'm happy for them to cut off my water, my electricity. Well, actually, I need electricity, but broadband is the most – these most important utility for me. Uh, I don't even think I can call it utility. It's almost like an essential.
1: As long as we have uh, internet, nothing can be better than that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Even if you are naked and hanging out with a bunch of, uh, you know, weirdos in a cult, it's,
0: (laughs) I'd still, I'd still respect you. (laughs) Uh, So there's quite a few things to talk, about and where where did you i mean I, i've actually had quite a few opportunities come through i'd be happy to go through some of those with you i've also uh, want to talk about the giveaway i've just started again uh, i want to talk about some results i'm seeing from uh, drip, uh, drip um, get com, which i've been testing on my website and oh yeah uh, some of the email ca- i've been emails i've been capturing and so yeah lots of results i want to share with you and uh, uh, yeah, so I could kind of start through through that, or we could go through some of the things that you're getting involved with. What where, where do you want to start?
1: And Fanscribe too, how that has started since you hit the button to start transcribing. I'm guessing that nothing has really occurred yet on there.
0: Let's check it out. Um, yeah, I hit the button. Um, what I was assuming is that, uh, so this is fanscribed, and um, what I was d- assuming is that when I hit the, button to transcribe it that they would get like um uh, an automated transcription of the uh, of the episodes that we chose and then uh, then we have the ability to go in and kind of edit that so i'm just logging in now Transcribe. Uh, so it must have been about a week ago that i we spoke about that on twitter okay so yeah and, and i
1: I feel like I've hit the button before and, and tried to look and it's, it's almost like you're waiting for somebody else to get on there and transcribe it.
0: Um, it's fun. Isn't that funny that you're, we're together. Yeah.
1: I Must guess have done um, it
0: right after each other. I guess that that's, um, oh, no, it, no, it's not alphabetical. So I don't know what that is. That's more than once where we've been, um, together okay so i've uh, done one let's have a look see what has happened uh absolutely nothing
1: yeah (laughs) okay so that
0: it's pathetic really Uh, that's not what i was led to believe that this this does i thought that uh, that would then go through a process of transcription and then you have a human that kind of cleans it up but uh, no it seems
1: like that there is no automatic transcription yet not to say that he's not working on that, but right now it's like completely depending on somebody random out there that's not getting paid to get on there and just transcribe a hour long episode. I mean, I can't imagine that actually working out.
0: See, this is really important because, I mean, just to reiterate, I did have a guest on my show ages ago. It was one of my earlier shows, and he transcribed it, and I think he must have paid, or oh, maybe two hundred dollars or something uh for this one single episode but when you do a lot of searching that keeps continuously coming up Ryan Battles his name Ryan Battles and uh, and he put his transcription on his site and uh, that that's really google friendly and it's almost like you know just think of one episode of the Artsy Now and how much how many google rich keywords are are in there if you could get the transcription and put the transcription on your website it would just mean so much google juice for you
1: Oh, I know, man. It, it'd be huge, and it's it's one of the most powerful things you could do. But there's nothing really that great out there to do it with, unless you're going to hire someone to listen through it and transcribe the whole thing.
0: Yeah. Okay. So that is, I wasn't. With, um, I'll have to keep searching. And I did. I come across that from a, a mention on the podcast. Answer man. He said he's getting a lot of referrals from that one mention. And
1: you, uh, you should. Come out with an app, Paul, where it just voice recognizes the entire episode and uh, transcribes for people. You'd be a rich man.
0: Yeah, well, uh, I've learned that that's not the way to do it, Heath. Um, (laughs) I've spent, so this other week that I've I've spent uh, quite a lot of time putting together this Get Drip uh, email campaign. Mm -hmm. And uh, in summary, what I've done is I've ended up recording 20 minute episodes from all the well basically from five different tips that i've learned five of the most that the biggest lessons i've learned from my 150 episodes of the app guy with startup founders and all the entrepreneurs that i interview and i managed to break it down to these five elements and i i go through each one and each one is uh, uh well have you heard of, first of all have you heard of get drip yes Okay. Yeah. So you'll know, you'll know that you have to put together five separate emails, and then ultimately the last email is um, a pitch to either your coaching or your, your some kind of product or service. And they're more likely to buy into you because they've gone through the, the drip process of of reading your emails every day, and I've taken that one step further of recording an audio. So I've had a handful of people sign up so far to that. Uh, I've, um, but the thing I was mentioning is that the five categories that I ended up breaking down and, and thinking are the most important um, categories for app developers to think about, uh, one of them is uh, to, get, to, to um, uh, solve a real problem and to actually get market validation for solving that problem, you know, before you actually go ahead and write any code and develop anything. That makes sense. Yeah, so like that, that example, we, you and I both think that is a good idea. But before even starting that idea, it would make sense to go out to actually solicit some people, get their feedback, potentially even sell the idea and get paid up front before even creating the product. And then only then, when you get enough backing and enough market validation, do you start then going and trying to solve the the actual problem and building the app.
1: Yeah, I think a a huge way to do that is Obviously, putting up a label will actually run a transaction. I was just reading about that exact same process in uh, Authority, Nathan Berry's new book. Uh, I, I literally just got done reading a chapter on exactly what you're talking about. Yeah.
0: Heath, I'm just going to pause the internet, just the recording, just for a second. Um, I, I think I've gone back onto my old internet and you're breaking up a little bit. So let me just see if I can pause this and and get onto my fast internet. Okay, that's What are you using for your your internet speed test? I'm using speedtest.net.
1: Yeah, that's the big one.
0: Yeah.
1: Let me just see what I'm getting. But yeah, I was just reading a, I was reading a chapter on exactly that. I mean, I've read it, you know, in other books before, but Particularly that it is super important now more than ever to get validation of your product before you even start working on it. Uh, and it. That can save so much. I mean, you won't end up face down, pants down, crying in the bushes somewhere because you know somebody is actually gonna pay for it.
0: Well, Heath, you and I now know that, but it's unbelievable how many people come through and, and just say, I've got this great idea. And they've, you know what? They've either spoke to their mate down the pub or they've <laughs> um they, you know they've done nothing no research they just have this idea and they they honestly believe that as soon as they create the idea uh obviously an app then everyone's going to flock to it and they're going to be the next instagram and uh you know i did um have a chat with a guy who who said that there's so many people are losing money because of this you know they'll they'll invest a lot of money building an app uh getting uh you know appointing sort of developers or doing the development work themselves getting the graphics done and then they release this thing and it just does not work and they lose a lot of money
1: oh i'm sure and you know i was real gung-ho when i first started looking at designing apps and then sh- shortly after a couple months realized that it's not quite you know what everybody's perception is of it but that's not going to stop me from creating my goals of actually getting just some apps out on the market whether they make money or not i think in getting that experience underhand, which is what i'm still doing right now uh, but i think for anything that you're going to put a lot of time and money into you absolutely have to get it validated
0: first yeah well um so i'll give you the numbers then for get drip uh, given that this is a transparent podcast we'll uh, share everything and uh, I've, I'm going through the free trial at the moment. It ends up being something like $49 per month, which seems fairly expensive. But um, that is the, the reason they're a little bit more expensive is that I think you can use them as a an autoresponder. So you could actually cancel the MailChimp and uh, then ah. use uh, GetDrip as an autoresponder. So you put a load of broadcast air, messages in there, automation. You can do split tests. You can do a lot of stuff with this thing. But ultimately, I want to see if it works. So um, I have um, thrown this on a few pages and uh, it's been running, it looks like, for since um, the 21st of August, 22nd of August. So we're talking about eight, eight, uh, what, eight nine, ten days, something like that. And so in that time period, uh, in fact, let me share the screen with you so that you can see what I'm looking at. Okay. Hopefully you can see that. Uh, just for the benefit of people listening, it's, I'm showing a screen of uh, GetDrip, my dashboard. Can you see that? Yep. So look at this. Um, I, I am getting 345 visitors. Uh, so this blue line is the the visit count. Uh, so here's here's one day. One day is um, like this is the peak. Uh, 58, uh-huh. 58 people saw the uh, the the little. It's a little toaster in the bottom right hand corner.
1: Yeah, it pops up.
0: And uh, forty. So it's a really high conversion from people seeing it to uh, the form being opened. So you can see fifty eight visitors and forty one forms opened. But then of that 41, almost half the people go to close it. And Uh that that would then correspond with what I'm seeing in Crazy Egg because I'm using Crazy Egg. And I can see like this real white heat map around the close box. So obviously, I'm basically annoying about 50% of my audience who just see it as a as an annoying pop up and they close it down. But look at yeah. The, look at the subscriptions as really it's a really poor conversion rate to actually subscribing.
1: That's exactly kind of what my looks like as well. I've been testing the one that AppSumo has. The um, uh, what is theirs called? It's the same kind of thing. It's not a drip though. With five days, it's just a pop up for the bottom right hand corner, and I mean it's everybody. Almost ninety nine percent of people end up closing it down immediately. Every yeah. once in a while you'll get one, but it hasn't been very effective for me either.
0: Yeah, so, uh, you know, that's not a good start. Whereas when I run a, so I've just started another giveaway. So I'll just go, go and show you that. The uh, giveaway is actually, I think, about to start now. Yeah, it's just started, just as we were speaking. And so that kicked in. And so I need to actually go into MailChimp and announce that but uh, I've decided to run a quite a long giveaway here 26 days uh, because for me paying this 70 dollars here to give this um sublime text away is is actually really good value because I, I do collect uh, a lot of a lot of emails through that and I do meet a lot of developers and I've had a few opportunities come out of it so I, I think that this is the much better way of uh, get get getting emails capturing emails and and getting to know your target market uh, as opposed to maybe the get drip
1: yeah i would I would agree. I mean, people are always gonna jump to something that they can get for free and it's not hard, you know it's like a one click thing so it, they're almost putting in less effort than they are to type in you know on the form and and start reading through emails five at a time and for forty nine bucks a month or whatever get drip is. I'm sure that it is very effective for some people depending on what they're doing. But I mean, for you and for something I would be doing as well, I, I think the giveaway, yeah. I'm pretty excited to try it out myself.
0: Well, you see, you see a lot of my traffic, if I look at it is all direct. So what I'm, basically assuming is that people are listening to the podcast and then coming to me directly so they're typing in the domain name directly into uh, the web browser and coming through so they've already got an element of trust you know they've listened to me they know about me and so you know it's not like cold visitors and actually um, on a lot of my stuff it's about 50% returning visitors so they're coming back so I kind of think that maybe the this get drip is more for uh, website traffic that is cold, like completely cold. You know, either through um, advertising or just you know, just randomly coming up on on your website. Yeah, I mean that would make sense. <clears throat> so anyway, I would suggest not getting it at this this stage. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that's any help, but uh, you know. So yeah, I
1: wouldn't. I, I wouldn't have opted. I, I don't think I get enough traffic to the website yet to justify paying. You know, if you're if you're getting thousands of visitors a day on a site, I could see it being much more beneficial. But you know, I'm getting maybe fifty people a day on the site, and uh, I can't. Well, that's
0: amazing. I mean, first of all, congratulations on that. That's great.
1: I can't justify.
0: You're not paying for you're not paying for advertising. You're getting all that organically.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, some days I'm hundred. And, when episodes release, it could be eighty-two to hundred. Views, but then on the off days, it's usually anywhere from fifteen to sixty or seventy.
0: That's great. So. I mean, that's really good. So, so do you, I mean, do, do you want to try try running a giveaway? I mean, you know, I've got the I ended up buying the developer license, so I could. Um, all you would need to do is provide me with a, a domain name. I'd suggest a separate domain name, and I can get something up and running within a few hours.
1: Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to give away. I haven't. I haven't pinpointed exactly what I want yet. I know we've talked about this before. um, Trying to think about what would be something good to give away for creatives and artists. And I do like the idea of licenses for products. I just haven't really pinpointed the exact product I think would be worth giving away yet. I think eventually if I can get some more money coming in, I'd like to give away a GoPro. So I think that could get a lot of people in, interested, but at the same time I'm afraid of the drop off after the after it's over because you know, a lot of people want to GoPro. It doesn't mean they're going to be interested in in getting on, you know, an entrepreneur podcast site and and staying, you know, reading the emails and things like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I I, I think when you run one of these giveaways, um, you uh, expect to lose about thirty percent at least of the uh, emails they'll they'll, uh, uh, they'll unsubscribe straight away as soon as the contest is over they unsubscribe and I've had to be careful because I did get a warning from MailChimp when you get a high unsubscribe rate on one day they uh, think that you've just imported a list of uh, people that haven't been approved to be on your list so you have to be kind of mindful of that but uh, what I did, did find out is that you know you do get a lot of people that say hey I didn't know about your podcast I'm going to start listening and for me you know, I'm trying to just get more engagement, more listeners because ultimately then that, that, as we know, with John Lee Dumas, that is the thing that is very important. So, uh, um, so yeah, if you want to, if you do come up with it, then just give me a shout and I'll get that thing set up straight away.
1: Yeah. And I think I, I do need to work on that and I'll keep that in mind this week. And let me pinpoint exactly what I think I should give away and then I need to get a landing page up and things like that. Well, no,
0: I mean, as I say, don't, let me do that for you i'll do that because you know this is part of giving back and uh i'll do that for no cost and all you need to do is give me the giveaway that you want to do and the you know what you see here some of the text um because i use this thing i'll show you i'm using um can you still see my screen in fact i might need to swap but i'm using uh um uh, oh, sorry i've just forgotten the name of it. digital let me just get the name of it for you Uh Digital Buddha's
1: coming for you. <clears throat> so my my speed is eighteen up and one that
0: da- or one up and eighteen down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's always the up that they they just seem to throttle. They're yeah. actually throttling me at thirty, which um, I could get more if I wanted to. But it seems pretty good. Uh, okay, so it's digital ocean. And in fact ironically, so I, I actually um, I had an email from these guys uh, wanting an in- interview on the uh, the app guy podcast and uh, oh, did they yeah I ended up going back and forth with them and uh, they've just dropped off a cliff at the moment. So if you are listening from DigitalOcean, you're missing a big opportunity to advertise to my listeners you know you come back on and, and give me that interview <laughs> you promised me. Uh,
1: so, so they what's the benefit of DigitalOcean? I
0: mean what do they do? Oh well it's just a uh, I'm going simple, to log in. Like, simple landing page hosting uh, let me log in so you can see uh, I, <clears throat> I think I'm paying for for server I'm paying for hosting so so it, li- literally you can get a WordPress site up in a few minutes and you pay for hosting by the hour so, so I'm, I'm paying some my, new, to my new cost I mean I'm literally paying maybe 10 cents an hour or something you know So, you you literally just use DigitalOcean, you get a $10 free giveaway anyway. Uh, I'm gonna try and log in. And um, now I'm just uh, logging in. Close your eyes now while I just uh, put in (laughs) the password. Funky monkey. <clears throat> okay and uh, you create these little droplets can you see that you create these little droplets yep and so that uh, is my droplet there for um, the app guy giveaway and i then the, the most expensive part of this was the fifteen dollars to buy the actual domain name then i pointed the domain name to the server and uh, and then um i'm paying per yeah, so look at this. I've literally paid no money for this at all. I've got $10 of free credit, and for two months, that's so just been eating away at that $10. And oh, it's wow. still, still only $6. Cheap. So it's just, it's really, really cheap. Yeah, 9th well, of cool. July I was doing this. So I've had it. So for the whole of July, the whole of August, two months, I think I've invoiced $4 so that that's is, a, that's very unbelievable
1: so let me look at my list here uh, have you ever heard of fancy hands no I haven't no. so I, I've finally I got a VA now and I can tell you a little bit about that but it's it's been an amazing process to be able to clear up a lot of busy work time for me and I've come across Fancy Hands, which I can send you a link to if you want. And actually, if you ever end up wanting to sign up for it, let me know, because I think if I do link you, then it'll give me like a $10 credit or something. Okay,
0: yeah, that'll do that.
1: But 45 bucks a month, and you get 15 any any tasks done, and you can even go up to higher than that or lower. I think they have a $25 plan for five bucks or, or $25 plan for five uh, tasks. But, I mean, literally, you can say, hey – go through this website, find this information and send it to me in a document and things like that. And they do it almost immediately.
0: Oh, look at and, this. So uh, they got a testimonial on their homepage from Gabriel Weinberg. And I interviewed his, uh, sidekick. Uh, no, well, I shouldn't really call him sidekick. His, uh, just in case he's listening, the, uh, co-author. <laughs> the co author, they cut. So they've just written a book. They're launching a book as we speak. Uh, he's the founder of duck, duck, go. And, uh, they're just launching a book called traction and uh, I interviewed his uh, co-author Justin Mayers. So what a small world. And here he is on the the homepage uh, offering a huge uh, testimonial.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a very cool service for, it's just a team of APIs that are all U or uh, VAs that are all us based and you never, you know, you send a task in, it's usually not the same person that's working on it and they're fast and quick. I mean, for all those pain in the ass, even if you just wanted to like have somebody book a flight for you or something, but you can go up to, you can push the limits on the tasks. I mean, just keep sending them more and more difficult stuff and see if they'll do it. I'm, I'm wondering what their boundaries are.
0: Oh, so they, they charge you for tasks, not time.
1: Yeah. Per task. So you get like 15 tasks for, you know, 45 bucks a month. But if you refer more people, and share on social media and stuff, they'll give you some free tasks, and so it's kind of it's it's pretty
0: cool. That sounds amazing. Well, uh, certainly if I do sign up, you send me the affiliate link, so at least when I register, I know that I, you're going to get recognized for that. And okay, uh, that does sound really good because at the moment I'm paying fifty dollars an hour. Uh, sorry, a month. No, sorry, fifty dollars a week. Uh, fifty dollars a week for some of the tasks that I'm doing.
1: Yeah, and this is amazing. You can get you can get forty. What's the big one there? I think you can get twenty five tasks for forty five bucks a month.
0: And what's a task? Cause, because um, okay. Be... So for
1: for example, the girl that referred me to this is Jacqueline Duplessis from South Africa, and I asked her the same question before, and she sent me this this email of what she actually sent them and it was a sample and it was pretty I said you know how, how can you push these limits you know obviously the examples on the site a lot of it's really simple you know hey book me a flight here this and that but so here's an example of one she sent them three websites and one Kindle book that was so many pages long and she said I need at least a hundred self-care tips on a Google document uh, from combination of all these sources use these sites and also link back to where they came from. And she said within like two hours, she got this document with a hundred self-care tips and all of the information where they came from.
0: So I'm going to send in a task. Uh, I need 150 episodes transcribing of of my podcast. (laughs) I know, that's what I said.
1: I I think we'd probably get the veto on that. (laughs) Please listen through this entire episode and transcribe
0: the whole thing. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is great. Uh, yeah, as I say, um, so what sort of tasks are you breaking up? Are you giving out?
1: Well, I haven't I haven't really fully started using or testing them out yet. I just came across it yesterday. Um, I signed up and I haven't sent them any tasks yet, but the example she sent me looked pretty amazing. So I've got a VA who's taking literally... I've created Google documents, you know, outsource for her to keep track of what she's doing. And she does all she'll she'll go out and find you know all the guests that are coming onto my podcast, she'll do research and send me a bulleted list of things about them so I can just review it real quick before I interview them. That's amazing, yeah. And then after the episode's done, I literally just upload the file to the Google document folder for the guest. She listens through the whole thing compiles all the show notes for me in detail like I was doing before, finds all the pictures of the guests, uh, finds all the links to the Amazon and anything that they mentioned through the podcast, and writes a summary for me that's like three paragraphs long about the episode. And she uploads this in a Word document to my outsource folder. And it's amazing. I mean, it's, it's, it's taking away all that. So really all I'm doing now is right before the interview, I review a little bit about the guest. I record it. You know, I edit it, snip it, upload it, and then I take whatever she gives me and just put it on the website. And I'm looking into actually using another VA to take that information and upload it to my website for me. because uh, I'm, I'm trying to get rid of the little busy work so I can focus more on creating websites and mobile apps that are actually going to make money. Yes. And so it's, and she's
0: she costs $90 a month. That sounds um sounds great, valley Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. So, I was going to use that in conjunction with Fancy Hands for all the other stuff that I need to do. Like, I want you know to create an ebook with twenty of my guests and a tip of advice from each. You know, it's like go through my website. There's twenty episodes up. Find the advice for each one. Put their picture next to it in an ebook and send it to me. I'm, I'm wondering if if that's a task they'll accomplish because it seems like that wouldn't be very difficult.
0: Well. As I said, you know, I was speaking about my interview with the um, uh, Justin Mayers, uh, the the co-author alongside that DuckDuckGo guy. Uh, And that's what they did. They interviewed uh, simply about a handful of people and they wrote a book about it and put that advice in the book. And now it's, uh, you know, the book is really uh, doing well for them.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it's a great opportunity. and, And Dave Lent, who actually you hooked me up with to interview, his episode comes out September 11th I think uh, he actually wrote something called The 5 Keys to Success or The 5 Keys to Mastery and he interviewed these greats like Carlos Santana and Paul Reed Smith and BB King and he had these conversations with them almost like a podcast and each conversation was about an hour long and it's all about how they've mastered and how they've got to where they are and after we did the interview he sent me an email that said I'm going to transcribe you know I, I just realized I wrote a book with only two to three minutes of the actual information from these episodes and so now he's transcribing each one of those hour-long conversations with these greats and he is gonna put it into a book and sell it uh, because it's probably really really good information and so it's yeah. like you can create multiple products from one thing that you're doing
0: yeah so the, the challenge is for me uh, i'm quite weak when it comes to uh, writing that's why i've not done a blog and uh, i would yeah definitely need somebody to do all that for me or at least put it, put the whole thing in, into a, some kind of document so then i can just go through and add uh, you know the s- small parts of the content but uh, i think that's a great idea
1: i mean it's definitely something to look at i mean there's so many different things you can look at like fancy hands and and think of what you could use them for. I mean, it's really endless. If you have to, you know, call an airport and figure out what the cheapest route to somewhere is, they'll do it for you. If you if you want some tickets to go, you know, to a Patriots game or something, the cheapest ones you could find all sitting together, they'll do it for you. But I'm going to look at them more as, like, busy work tasks, you know what I mean? Just uh, Anything that I have to do that's a pain in the ass... I keep putting off I'm gonna send it to him and just see how it starts working yeah because 15 tasks a month for you know 40 bucks or whatever it may be I I, I think it's completely worth it because hell I'd pay 40 bucks to well, not have to do two hours of busy work
0: I mean you, you you are working so you need anything that frees up your time and because you know you're not going to end up being able to make a success of it by doing these menial tasks that can be repeat, repeated and outsourced. And so, um, uh, okay, so. Absolutely. Right, well, let's go. I was thinking then, um, do you, do you want to go through some of the opportunities that are coming through uh, to me? And um, we talk about uh, how, how um, yeah, about some of these opportunities. I mean, let me just uh, bring up my email and, share some of the stuff with you let's do it man because um i am starting to realize that you know i've i've been a little bit focused on trying to monetize the podcast and really what ultimately is starting to happen is that uh, the podcast is generating like a lot of leads Uh, for me as as almost an agent and then it's how I deal with these leads. Do you know? Do I do I want to uh, build apps for others? Because that, I mean, that's where well, obviously a lot of money is uh, in in building. Because uh, you can charge ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars. You know, sometimes for building an app. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. you go onto one of the you go onto one of these calculators on any of these websites that claim to be able to build apps, and you just throw in a few features, and you you get this figure of about sixty thousand dollars come out. Uh, for, for some of these apps. So there's a lot of money to be built, be, be made in building apps for other people. Um, well, I but think I, there's a huge amount of money. Yeah, I'm kind of figuring out how best to capitalize on that. So I mean,
1: ha- have you ever, I'm sure you get so many leads that come through your podcast. Have you ever thought about, you know, having a team of outsourced developers that you can, you're basically pushing it to them and you're taking care of what the price is going to be, paying them a percentage and basically not really having to touch the process that much, kind of automating the whole thing and, and making, you know, a certain percentage of that.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, there's there's, a, there's three ways that I guess I could do this. One is I can just uh, charge developers for the leads and uh, just have them pass on. The, the challenge, I think, with that is that how many of those leads will convert. Because, you know, the opportunity is coming through me and that the, the person coming to me is expecting at least me or my brand to, to do the work. And so that, that could be one way, you know, and it certainly is, well, for me, the easiest way, because then all I do is do a referral. You know, here's an opportunity, here's the lead, here's the email address, this is what they want building. And uh, then the whole process is, is offloaded and I, I just simply collect a, a commission for the lead. Uh, which is um is is something people i think are willing to pay for i've had quite a few developers who have uh, indicated that they'd pay for leads because for them that's essential you know they 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 just want a handful of projects that will keep them busy Uh, oh man
1: absolutely
0: the the second opportunity then is to do everything completely in-house and do it totally under my own brand so then appoint employees and uh Uh, actually build up a business uh, of becoming an app developer, uh, an app building business. And again, the challenge there is I've done that before. I've ended up employing people before. And it's just, you end up uh, putting handcuffs around yourself and it really does restrict your freedom because you're responsible for other people. Uh, You you end up talking about, you know, why they didn't come into work the other day. And it, it just I don't know, I didn't have a very good experience of being a, a, a boss and employing people. It was just a <laughs> complete ball ache for me. Uh, so, yeah, I can see yeah. that too. So the third thing then is to have uh, a selection of trusted partners where either they build the apps and do the, the project work uh, under a, a a white label type arrangement or, um, yeah, do, do something. I, I'm thinking either with trusted partners so where I, I'll end up doing quite a bit of work on the lead and uh, the interaction with the customer. But they then at some point are handed off to the trusted partner who then starts to uh, code the app and build the app and uh, do the design work and that.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's probably the easiest way to start out. I, mean, I, I would personally go with the third option if, if it was me. And you could always scale that up to hiring more people if you need to in the future. Uh, but that's how I prefer to work as well. And that's the same thing that I kind of do with websites, you know. I'll come up with the leads. I'll work on it. Then I send what I need to the graphic designer. And I send yeah. what I need to somebody else who's helping me build it. And it's just a it's more simple, smooth process. So,
0: so the biggest challenge I've gotten, I'm sure you, you, this is perfect for you because you're a website designer. You've done work you know building websites The the biggest challenge is first of all the quotation you know you get a client coming in or prospect uh, hey i want this doing and it's just a very wishy-washy brief and and you're expected to do a lot of work and and give back a price and then you send you know you send your stuff off you send your proposal off and then you never see it never sees the light of day it just ends up being you know uh, this business I won this week. Uh, it took me probably two hours, and another guy I'm working with, a trusted partner, an hour or two, and uh, you know that's a lot of time before we even got any money in the in the door. And yeah, Did you understand? I, like I think, the quotation system is just. It, I
1: I think what you need and what is the most effective is to create. Obviously, with apps, it can be difficult because. There's a whole wide array of how simple and how complex they can be. But for websites, they can also kind of be like that. But what I do is, is I'll create like two packages one with just the basic, simple, you get so many features. Then the other one has all these added on bonuses and pluses, and unlimited plugins and unlimited, you know, you get the mobile design and all that stuff. And you create this form that people can actually look through both of those, select which one they want and then if they select it, they go ahead and make a transaction for like 30% up front or whatever it may be, and then they have to fill out all the information that you need for the site because I know one of the biggest pains in the asses is is trying to collect what you need to put on somebody's page or what all the information and all the text that they want on these pages or on their about page and things like that. If you make them do it all up front and they send it back, then you're like, okay, well, I'll work with this person, but the people that don't respond to it, obviously you don't want to work with them anyways. And so yeah. that's something that I'm learning and trying to work on as well. So I think it could work with, with app development also, but it, it is a pain point.
0: Yeah, I'm actually going through, um, uh, it was a really interesting podcast on conversion cast with Tim Page, who was on my show. And uh, this guy called Jason Swank, I think his name is, uh, he run an agency for 12 years and he's come out with this eight step process of how to convert more, opportunities to uh, live leads Uh, and it is quite an interesting process because at no stage do you actually give the price away and so you go like you build a cover letter and then you put your executive summary together and then you put the proposal together and each proposal he says he spent less than 15 minutes on and uh, he would he would absolutely insist that they talk through the proposal to get the price So then at least you have an opportunity to present your case and then speak with the prospect and, uh, and then you're more likely to convert. And he was converting 80% of the uh, businesses of the business proposals that he was sending out. And I'm so I'm trying, I'm trying his process at the moment and uh, I'm going to be doing that today with this, uh, uh, this app that I've been asked to bid for. Well, that's brilliant. Yeah. So I would definitely suggest if you've got it, I I think I might've sent you the link anyway, but if i haven't it's uh the jason swank episode on conversion cast and uh yeah he he i'll have to check that. yeah it's about 20 minute 20 30 minute episode but it's it's he does go through step by step yeah do number one create a cover letter number two executive summary number three and it just kind of goes through the whole thing and at no point do you give away your uh, prices You, you just encourage the prospect to get on to uh, skype or book book a time with you um so i might try that uh
1: you know what you could do is get your little fancy hands crew there to come up with all that stuff for you
0: yeah yeah there you go putting (laughs) putting the loop together put together yeah so what what i mean for example would you want some of this these opportunities would you like to work on some of these i know that you're at early stages of your app journey but uh
1: yeah, I mean, absolutely. I just need to get through this. You know, I'm obviously in school to learn what I need to learn before I can comfortably start working on stuff for other people. So, and it's going really well. I mean, that that course that I'm working on, man, it's awesome. Right. And I, within like an hour, went from feeling like I knew nothing to realizing that uh, Xcode actually implements a lot of the same coding as Visual Basic in just a, a slightly different way. So when I figured out that you can use if functions, then all of a sudden I was, you know, I could make a calculator just like I would on a website.
0: Yeah. yeah and yeah. I
1: did make a calculator right there on <laughs> in in like an hour with the if functions. And I'm like, wow, this isn't really, you know, I'm starting to get the hang of it now. So uh, it's pretty exciting. And a couple months when I can, it's a long course. It's it's about four or five months if you work on it probably three or four times a week right Uh, then the ios eight one's going to come out obviously with swifty because i pre-ordered that one too so i and i am it takes you through making yeah it it takes you through making 15 different apps so the last the last app that you create is actually uh tinder so you'll make a tinder and with the iOS 8 one coming out, I don't know which ones they'll have on there, but it's it's good stuff, man. It's like really well put together. Um,
0: How'd you get your artwork oops. done? Do you do your own artwork? Artwork for what? The images for the the buttons, for the, the little images, and the, the all the, you know on on the app itself. Uh,
1: the right now, page. I'm still just using.
0: I'm still just using stuff
1: in, in Xcode, but, um, yeah, I have a graphic designer. It wouldn't be hard to, wow. to get that stuff done. Plus, there's so many sites out there where you can buy buttons and and things like that. Right, okay. Uh, but, I, I, yeah, I probably would be doing my own because yeah. I have a graphic designer in-house to do it. Let me show you... Um, let me share my screen with you. I'm going to show you this yeah, prototype, okay. finally. So... Now this is just the type one, we're working on a new one, but this basically shows you the the one function. So, can you see my screen? Yes. All right, so if you connect to it, this is called Swap Me, so you see this picture up here? Yes. It's not revealed yet, these are already revealed. To reveal it, you click it, it, takes you to your camera, take the picture, you can enter a caption if you want, send it, then it's revealed. So when that person gets it back they can't see what they got back and it's a, it's a continuous process. So then when you click on it you know you can scroll through them whatever and you've got your little notes on it uh, and then also once they're revealed you can slide this over and it shows who it's from. Kind of like the same layout as Squarespace with the grid. So that's, that's a short prototype of what we've been working on. Oh, that's amazing. Pretty cool. Yeah. Ah, so my graphic. Great. Yeah, and I would love to, you know, I've talked to some people, and I, I hope nobody's listening is going to try and steal the idea. They probably can't fully see what I'm talking about. But uh, I have talked to some people, and they look at it, and they're like, yeah, I don't think that'd be very hard to make. But since I have no idea with app development, I've never thought about, you know, you'd, you'd have to have some kind of flag system in there and there'd have to be some kind of uh, server where you had to connect so that the, the pictures could stay on the server for long enough before the next person opened it up uh, and things like that. Yes. So I've done the graphic work. I mean, we've this is, this is just not as nice as we would want it to look, but it's still not bad. And I've got another prototype coming soon that's going to be even more in-depth with all the screenshots. So, you know, it's... Wow. And this uh, was and through So when Marvel. you say
0: we, you've got, you've got someone you're working alongside with on that, have you?
1: Well, I've got a graphic designer, yeah. So the two of you... So he's, he, he owns, owns the company. company yeah, String. And so I, I mock these screenshots up and I send them to him and then he creates these nice, beautiful layouts. So, I've been meaning to show you that for like two months now, and I haven't never got around to doing it. So,
0: great. And you you used uh, what prototyping software did you use? That was it. The Pop app that you mentioned to me. This is actually Marble.
1: So, Pop app is more for if you draw something on a piece of paper. What what I do Pop app with is I'll draw it out by hand. I'll snap pictures and send it to him so he can see how it works then he'll send me the screenshots back, and then I... And it's a very simple process, Paul. I mean, yeah. you know, this is friend's page, but there's nothing out there quite like this, so I think it would be very cool to get it out there to be able to build this because it's something that I've wanted to get done by the end of this year, at least a basic version out. And when I first made this, it was so much more complex. There were all these other features, and I've dumbed it down to just this,
0: So it's almost like trying to uh, try to uh, incorporate some of the things I've learned uh, that by doing this five five day crash course email uh, on the um, the five most important things, you know, and uh, it's how to apply it to to what you're doing there before you then invest money. Uh, I guess what would be nice is having an app developer come in uh, alongside you and uh, and do the app development for no zero cost and then take a share yeah, and of any I, successful. App. Yeah, I would love to, to
1: to get that to happen, but since it's such a hard, it seems like everybody is doing their own stuff, and and there are people that I've talked to that would be willing, I guess, to do it, but at that point, I was like, you know what, if this is something that I want to be doing, I'm just going to learn how to do this stuff myself anyway, so that's why I got re-enrolled with school to learn how to do these apps, uh, but eventually even though i'll be creating apps also uh, i'm i'm really good at designing them so i would love to be able to work with some developers where i could say hey you know i could do all the layouts and send them the stuff and they'd probably be faster at actually making it come to life and then of course i could manage all the website parts uh, as far as promoting and marketing and things like that
0: yeah i know it's notoriously uh, challenging to get any uh, app developer to take uh, like an investment in the, the, the project. Uh, to To then have a zero fee up front, and uh, yeah, you know, so as that, you say, most basically, most app developers what they're doing is they have their own uh, handful of apps, and uh, they then only take on third party work because they're forced to because their apps don't make them any money.
1: Yeah, I know. So Brian Rainey, the guy who, you interviewed him with, Awesome Inc. You know, he's got a software company, and he's got a couple developers that are always in there working on stuff and they have stuff on the side, and some of them had said, yeah, I mean, I, I could make that. That's cool. I could make that, but they're so busy doing this other stuff, So, but that gives me enough confidence to know that it's – the beauty of making apps is you can make anything, and that's just one – The what I just showed you is just one of, like, ten prototypes I've been working on, like ideas, uh, and I don't – I'm not necessarily going to be disappointed if they don't make money, uh, that's obviously going to be a free app. I honestly just want to get that one out there and use it knowing that I made it. I think that's the most exciting thing to me. And then I honestly know that because I want to use this thing so much and I've showed so many people that were like, man, I would definitely use that. Uh, I can see it getting at least a decent amount of downloads. Maybe nothing that makes money, but you never know. So,
0: Yeah, it's almost like it summarizes though. Um, what's one of the five things I learned Um, on my that that email crash course one of them is uh, the importance of uh, giving back and ironically uh, one of my past guests on my other podcast uh, the entrepreneur dad podcast he came out out of the blue just sent me this creative artwork that he'd been working on and said that uh, you know he said Paul uh, I was doing this um, mock-up of uh, an image He, he runs a creative art studio Uh, I was going to do like a a test case, like a dummy example of what I can do. And I thought, no, I'll do it for you. And uh, you just created this lovely artwork for me for free. And uh, I'll share it with you, in fact. And uh, it it just reminded me of the importance of just randomly giving back as much as you can, because you never know what comes back to you.
1: Oh, I know. And I... Man, I, I completely agree. Like when I first started even reaching out to people, if it wasn't for people like you who are just giving so much back, uh, I mean, I've found that so important in everything that I do. I mean, I've created free websites for people and I've created the Entrepreneur now, which I don't plan on making any money from that. Oh, and it's, I just want to raise awareness, to there, you know? Isn't it? It's hard to know yeah. when to stop. And... Yeah, there is, that, that's, a, that's a pinpoint too, because there, there is a medium there where you have to... Yeah. You have to. You don't want to undervalue yourself if you know. You don't want to just give away everything you have when you should be. You should generally be getting paid for something. You
0: know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's the other thing as well. Um, there you go. There's what he did for me. Uh, the Entrepreneur Dad Podcast, and uh, he created that artwork for me. that oh, uh, been that's awesome. It's been trademarked, and uh, <laughs> he's like, "Hey, you don't need to pay. Yeah, for I love that. that don't worry. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I guess he, he's trying to set up a creative agency, and he needed to do a dummy. Um, uh, 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 basically for anyone listening that we're showing you a, a nice piece of artwork that has the, the images of London and uh, a very English kind of cup of tea there. And uh, he, he <laughs> might do something for the App Guy podcast as well, because at the moment my branding on that is just really poor. Uh, I've just grabbed a, an image from a few years ago. And so, yeah. Uh, anyway, that was uh, one of the five. Thing- oh, I can hear you stirring a cup of tea as well.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's actually uh, Greg Bastin, Clear Tea. I interviewed him on my show, episode 14, I think. Wow. And he makes these amazing teas, and uh, I've been buying them ever since. Wow.
0: You, you're so connected there, Heath. It re- you really are. Um, You know, uh, I've, I've got <laughs> so much stuff I've got to make sure I get across here because I know that we're getting towards the end of um, getting hitting the 58 minutes mark. So... Uh, did did you manage to listen to that episode I, that, that was um, John Lee Dumas talking through his process?
1: Yeah, yeah, I listened to it. I, it was
0: just so revealing because I, I honestly didn't know he condensed his entire uh, recording into like one day a week. I didn't know it's like eight episodes on the back of each other. And then I didn't realize that it's only every six weeks he goes through and uploads all his stuff. Yeah,
1: that was interesting.
0: So basically he is rolling out these episodes day by day and yet only doing uh, one day a week for the interviews and then uh, every six weeks uh, the uploading. I mean that's that's four that's five days a uh, five days, no six, seven days every six weeks. He's spending on the uh,
1: I know he he literally records and then goes back through, cuts them out, edits them. And then once every six weeks, adds the intros and outros and the sponsorships and uploads them. It's amazing.
0: Which means then he's got something like 40 days every six weeks of stuff that he's not doing on his podcast. He's doing elsewhere. It just made me realize that maybe we can get consumed by what we're doing on the podcast. And I think what I'm learning from that is it's important to try to uh, put it to the side somehow and you know not get too en- engrossed in it and just treat it as a lead generation yes
1: yes and I'm, I'm learning that as well so i'm i'm doing you know that's why i've got the va and i'm putting in scheduling and processes where i only record twice a week and i do specific tasks every day and, and it gets better and better by the day paul so i think that that I got, you know, when you when you first launch one and you get into it, you kind of take that uh, to the forefront of everything. But when you really start looking back into it again, it's like, yeah, it's a huge part of networking. And it's an amazing thing and it's so important. But I've got to get back into actually, you know, working on websites and, and getting these apps uh, going like I was doing before the podcast while I'm doing that on the side. And and it's man, it's a lot of fun. But I think that it is an eye opener what he does. And it's probably not the
0: best process for everyone, but man, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, i I mean, again, got to be careful what we say here, but I did have somebody who's been on his course, uh, interview me. And, uh, I don't think that, I think they've kind of gone down the wrong path because a lot of people think they can just start a podcast and then generate money from, uh, the, Creating uh, advertising, information, information <laughs> products, uh, sponsorship, and yeah, uh, and what I'm starting to—it it's took me a while. I I've been doing you know a lot of the app guy just for fun and, and actually growing my network. I mean, I this time last year I was not as connected as I am now, and it's all because of my podcast. And uh, I I've learned that maybe the opportunity is in the presence that it gives you online and the then the, the opportunities authority. that come through as a result of it, rather than directly trying to monetize the audience. Because the other thing that was revealing about uh, what he mentioned, uh, or what was mentioned, I think, elsewhere, uh, in one of, the, one of the things I listened to, is that uh, he actually pays for a lot of his traffic to his webinars and to his products, mm-hmm. which then surprised me a little bit because of his the size of his current audience. And, and so then... It kind of made me think. Well, actually, in the forty days odd that he's working, uh, not on his podcast, maybe uh, they're doing all these different traffic generating strategies, and it's it's actually not directly relating to the work on his podcast. Do you see what I mean? So, uh, and yet, oh, absolutely, yeah. man. And yet, when you look at the income report, you think directly, oh, it must be because of the podcast.
1: Yeah. No, he he's he's he he knows how to run a business. I mean, yeah. He's got it figured out, and when when you make that that much money, obviously you have the power to be able to spend lots of money to drive more and more traffic, and if you're converting $800 per sale on a webinar like he is, and he's getting, you know, I don't know what his number is per webinar that he gives, but he probably gets at least 15 to 20 signups every time,
0: I would think, so... yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I do think a lot of that is from traffic generating strategies and uh, Facebook advertising and, um, all and he, yeah, things and so. he's
1: got a lot of VAs. He's got a lot of the guy, the guy's brilliant and he, and they've really hit something out of the park there. But yeah, I do agree that some of those people are going down the wrong path and thinking that they're going to pay this much money and, and get their thing going. And then all of a sudden they're going to be making $200 per episode with sponsorships. And the reality is it's even if you're in the like we, I was in the new and noteworthy for eight weeks there at some points rankings as high as like second in music and third in performing arts. And I mean, the traffic doesn't go up very much. I mean, it's, it's uh,
0: so. Yeah. And I you've think had like, a drop off since you've come out of new and noteworthy. Is that right?
1: Yes. And I don't know if it was Labor Day weekend or maybe Josh Earl's episode went up pretty high and, you know, he had like, as soon as I released his, before I knew it, he already had like 250 downloads on it within like a couple hours. And then after that, it started going back down a little bit. So I think since I've started, I'm, you know, I've had like 6,000 downloads total, which, I mean, that's a success to me because 6,000 that's amazing.
0: That's amazing. That, you should be proud of that. You should be celebrating with that cup of tea you have there. And, uh, And the fact is that that, that that's that's literally now generating you traffic to your website getting you known and that's stuff that you didn't have before they, you know an audience that you didn't have before um oh, when, it's so when you make fun. money from that audience or whether it's just like a, a learning experience for you and you apply that to to these other things that are going on but
1: uh, well the main the main reason that i started it well, there's two of them one because i want to create that artsy now foundation so i can literally you know take kids and Show them that they can be creative away from corporate world. But the other one is because I wanted to build these apps and I wanted to build these website projects and I didn't have a network. And so, what better way to to create a network than to podcast and talk to people all over the world? And man, I've met some of the, I mean, just like you, I've met some of the greatest people that I've ever met. Uh, and and now it's like I have I have these friends that I always had my whole life. And it's like boring being around them because I'm like, you guys aren't doing like you do nothing. You're just you're just boring. Like all these people that I talk to online, I'd much rather be talking to. So
0: it's it's a, it just really eye opening, you know? Yeah. Um, well, anyway, I just wanted to make sure we mentioned that. So, uh, do you have any other things we should cover before signing off?
1: I don't think so. I did send you a link to that fancy hands referral if you want. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I sent you a link to that course that I'm currently taking, so you can check it out if you want. It, it's actually, I think it's a $500 course, but I found it on a special somewhere with a pre-order for like 59 bucks. And right. so I bought it, and it came with the Swifty, the pre-order for the iOS 8. So yeah, it's $500 if you enroll right now, but don't do that because... If you just do a Google search, you could find a key for like 50 bucks somewhere probably.
0: Great. Okay.
1: Uh, You probably don't need it, but for somebody that maybe you you get some emails from people saying they want to learn how to do this stuff, probably I honestly would recommend this. Out of all the different tutorials and stuff I've tried, this is the best, hands down. Not even close, so...